Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. And oh, yeah, we're bringing you fantasy news today with the whole Monday crew. Bogart Scott Free in the building, repping the GMM network. Yes, I just want to say, fuck you, Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are feeling like that today. And uh, after all this news, I bet a lot of people are going to say, start saying fuck other people on this list, too. And we're also here with TD, always here every Monday and Wednesday and Friday, repping Fantasy Good Sports. What's going on, bro, bros? What's going on? Let's get this money today. I hope you got your Super Draft Pro lineups in. Hell yeah. I was really excited. I won $17 yesterday. Okay. Okay. Right? It's better than nothing. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Hell yeah. Let's. Let's see who's up in here. Niner MMA in the building. David P said, feeling better, brother. Way better than yesterday, but not good enough to get the whole setup. That's why I don't have the my, uh, my video on. And uh, ha, Nigel said, Hustler is like the Undertaker. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, hey, bro. Hell yeah. Just, just to be able to sit up after, like, getting, like, rocked for, like, you know what I mean? And be, you know, that Undertaker sit up. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's me right now. That's for sure. And life and sports talk with Jake said, bro, what up? Hope you're feeling better, hustler. Thanks, bro. And, oh, man. Well, we might as well just read this one off right now. Chris Godwin out for the season. At first, they said it was a torn MCL. Now they say it's a torn ACL. Uh, That's so sad for him, man, because. The timing just sucks because. It's a contract year, too. On the franchise tag, ACL, you're going to be out like, I mean, unless he's got the recovery time of Adrian Peterson, like, you know, he's probably not going to be there till like October or something. I mean, November, maybe. 
I think this kind of makes him a shoo-in to stay now. Like he might take a, a cheaper deal. You know what I mean? Because he's a guy, I mean, first of all, he has God and win in his name. Who wouldn't want him on their team, right? I mean, there's all kind of there's all kind of interesting landing spots for him. Like, you know, I, I was thinking since he's like a phenomenal slot guy, maybe even New England could look at him. You know, and maybe New England still does look at him. You know what I mean? Because maybe he'll be even cheaper now coming off the injury. But uh, I'm, and, and you know what's crazy is my psychic abilities, bro. With, with my, like my, 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 my bogey sense was tingling. I had picked up and dropped Rashad Berryman, uh, Perryman in a, in a few spots, just, you know, speculative grabs. They're like, what am I doing with Rashad Perryman? You know what I mean? Let him go. And now it's like, damn, what? I would have had like a guy who's definitely going to get an uptick. Well, <clears throat> you said Rashad Perryman, right? Yeah. So there's no guarantee that he's going to come back to play this next week. They said there is a chance, though. Bruce Arian said that. Yeah. And then also uh, Antonio Brown could come. This is like, you know, for anybody that can, that's able to survive and make it this far without Antonio Brown, maybe he comes back for you. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. And uh, with Antonio Brown, the news that I saw about him was uh, apparently he settled all his debts and uh, and drama with the uh, the chef. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was like it was like thirty bucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he was just listen, man. He, he worked it down from fifty to thirty, and they, 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 that's what they settled. Man, is Antonio Brown, is he really that big of a scumbag? Like, I wonder what really happened, like, behind the scenes. Like, he threw a bag of gummy dicks at his baby mom's (laughs) in front of, matter of fact, he had the kids get dropped off one time to him, and then he called the police on the baby moms. Like, this guy is like a scum. He's the guy that attacked the tow truck driver for trying to tow his car away. When, you know, clearly he was probably parked in a race. He's doing some fuck shit. You don't just be like, hey, fuck him. Let's tow his car. But, I, you know, I, I got a little, I don't know. I, I These type of guys that come from nowhere from the bottom, mm-hmm. they get that type of attitude. So, yeah, it's a scumbag. But you got to understand that's that type of shit. Like, that's what men do when they don't have a great upbringing, right? And then they have, to make, their, and they have to make their own way. So I yeah. actually respect that. But I want to see his journey. That's why I always talk about the journey, right? Yeah. He gets better as a man at the end. And I think he's learned a lot. Um, he's going to learn a lot being around guys like Tom Brady, being around guys who's trying to, to make that. money. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just I just say that you got to understand that everybody was very dismissive for him and told him that he was never going to be shit. I guess I've been screwed over by people who've had great upbringings before. So I kind of don't even <laughs> I don't even let that be a fucking excuse. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if he I really mean, didn't want him, he could have fired him a long time ago. And those are entitled ass individuals half the time anyway, that, that the ones that come from, they don't come from nothing. They come from something and they feel like, you know, they're, they're entitled that, you know, their work efforts, are, uh, efforts are different. And for someone like, you know, AB coming from the bottom, bro, from, from, from the low lows, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you, you could build an incentive entitlement, a sense of entitlement because like, listen, I got here. By myself, and you know what I mean, like yeah. That's your yep. second round pick. You know, a lot of people are probably like, "You ain't shit. You ain't never Third gonna round. be shit." Third round, yep. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he was a part of those Steelers. The Steelers are historically like phenomenal at hitting on these third round receivers. Because yep. I re- just always do. I remember I won a championship with Antonio Brown in 2012, picking him up as my third receiver in a three wide receiver league in like the seventh round or something. Cause like nobody was on him before like his second year. 
Who do they have there? They had but they had Emmanuel they had, Sanders, Antonio and Mike Brown, Wallace. Mike Wallace, yeah. and they had one more other guy that was really good. I'm but try, you can I, see I, that Antonio Brown was him and Big Ben like at the end of that year before you picked them, Hustler. You can tell those last three games that Big Ben was gonna start pepping him because he started oh, yeah. just going at Antonio at the end and kind of fading uh, Mike Wallace out. Hell yeah. yeah. If I was uh, if I was um, an NFL team or GM or whatever, I would try to steal the, the wide receiver scout from the Steelers because, man, they've just been hitting and hitting for years on these late wide receivers. Then you look at a team like the Cardinals who can't fucking hit on a wide receiver to save their life. You're like, let's go grab this fake Keyshawn Johnson. You know what I mean? Maybe the name value. You're like, it's got to be good. You're like, and another piece of news out of the Bucks. A life in sports talk with Jake said, LOL, I picked up Ronald Jones this week. I think Lenny is going to be out of game. So what Bruce Arians said is that, quote, unquote, it's Ronald Jones's time now to do what Lenny did last year when Jones got hurt. Damn, they're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> he can't catch the ball. No. Nope. He's a, listen, he's going to be a different back, and I want, I'm going to do a video on that. Watch out for Ronald Jones. No, listen. Was, you plug it. You plug and play him. Yeah. Well, he's hurt. He's he's got a uh, he had an injury. Maybe but, I just uh, love I love the man too much. Maybe my man Keyshawn Vaughn a chance. He's actually no. Like, did you see that one yeah, pass that it was right in his hand? Oh, dropped it. Brady was I didn't pissed. See that. I didn't see that. Brady was pissed. It was Brady I mean, threw an avocado right at him. Just pow. It, it was right in both of his hands. I don't even know what happened. I was half asleep and watched it, and I was like, "Damn, Brady's gonna be pissed at him." I was so turnt last night. My 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 Christmas party was sponsored by Ducey. So, and Ducey <laughs> is lovely. I do say myself. You know what I mean. So I, the game was on, and I just kept looking at the score like this ass. And, like, I was playing defense against Mike Evans. And, like, you know, I felt really good. Like, you know, me and Marshawn Lattimore did our thing. You know what I mean? So I just – that's all I was chiming in for the game. But what happened to um, – so, so what happened to Lenny? Because, I, you know, at the end of the day, he had, what, 30 on the ground, 30 in the air, like a million catches. Like, what get, happened to him? He got hurt? Yeah, he definitely got hurt. Let me go see what his actual – Injury was. Dang, you know what's sad? He's talking about Lenny. Hamstring, yeah. hamstring injury. Oh no! Yeah, Same man. shit as Mike Evans. So if we, I mean, you just brought him up, Bogey. Uh, Mike Evans is week to week with the strained hamstring. Axel Cushion, do we see an increased role for Gio Bernard? I bet we do in the past game. Yeah, I mean, we've we've already seen a game where Gio will stack up like five, six receptions in a drive. You know what I mean? Like, cause, but see, it requires a really negative game script though. And we've only seen that a few times from them. And Gio has only been healthy for one of those games. And that was the game against the Rams. You know what I mean? In the fourth quarter. Yeah. The fourth quarter he came, you know, they were just getting smacked up so bad. Like, you know, he piled up like, you know, a handful of receptions in one drive. You know what I mean? Go get Scotty Miller. Oh, I like oh, Scotty yeah. too, Hottie. Definitely. You know why? Scotty too, Hottie is part of the Tom Brady prerequisite like okay i like godwin there i like evans okay. the white slot oh, wide receiver we, yeah we'll be free growth cool listen as long as that scotty miller kid is there <laughs> sign me up i mean that's brady's prerequisite oh yeah and uh let's bring some uh I, I saw this video on tiktok and i had to throw it out here i know there's a bunch of wrestling fans in here so for everyone out there who is about to be moving on in the in after week 15 and if you whooped one of your friends asses this one's for you
I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing when I saw that. That's too classic. Yeah, that shit had me dying. <laughs> Hell of a song, too. <laughs> you know, that Celine Dion definitely, definitely got to be a record-setting, like, length of neck. Like, she's definitely, like, part ostrich. Her or Mike Glennon, longer neck. Celine Dion. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Celine Dion looked like she was wearing, you know, the, the ladies from uh, uh, one of them African tribes, they put the rings on. Yeah. So, yeah, Celine Dion got a neck like that without the rings. Uh, yeah. She, got, she has hella vertebrae. <laughs> with, with no butt at all. No. <laughs> And you know, it's crazy. Maybe that's where all the power in her voice comes from. It just reverberates through her neck. <laughs> hey, stop it, man. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just talking about Celine Dion's neck. Hey, <laughs> Ronald said, Oh, I love me a long neck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was waiting for someone to fill in the blanks. See, I set it up and somebody spikes it. You know what I mean? And uh, Jake said, How about them cowboys? Their offense, though, TD. I ain't worried about that offense. You know, we just played. We just need to play complimentary ball, defense and offense together. I saw some of my cousins yesterday at the family party, and they was like, first thing they said, you see the Niner game? I said, fuck yeah. Right? And when, you know what's funny is like, what do you think? I don't care as long as we win. You know what I mean? It really don't matter how it looks. When we got to the Super Bowl, we were ugly as fuck that year. All day. We, just kept, <laughs> we played complimentary ball. You know what yep. I mean? And, that's what and I that's, yep. Yeah, that's that's what I kept telling y'all all year. It doesn't matter. Like, we're not trying to go 12 and 2. We're just trying to get into the um to the Super Bowl. See, we're a fantasy, we're a fantasy show. So, like, of course, we're gonna bag on these teams that are we projected to be, you know, great for fantasy purposes. Like, like, for example, um, you know, this is a direct correlation of that defense being good. Yes. And you're not gonna have to do too much. Yep. On offense, yeah, especially especially when you know long neck, um, you know, uh, strange son of Celine Dion, Mike Glennon, is just throwing picks every like four passes. And everyone who you see talking about Jake from State Farm, you just remember you heard it here first. Now all these big names are throwing it out there on social media. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Axel Cushion says I can't date a girl with no long neck for uh, personal reasons. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> savage yeah. savage you, you gotta you gotta go get at celine dion's daughter bro you know what i'm saying <laughs> man so what about how about some news just about like the next two days so let's see so for washington scary terry's playing tonight mckissick and samuel not tonight, not tonight. Or, well, tomorrow i mean okay. playing tomorrow and uh but mckissick and samuel are not you firing up scary terry no matter what I've been nervous about him all week going up against Slay. You, in the championship, I mean, it's playoff hustle. You got to go out there with the name value. That's why I was trying to tell people. It ain't I, sometimes – it ain't that you made, like, a great decision. Sometimes you just got to say, well, listen, if I if I lose, this is the guy that I want to go down with. So just give me an example, Bogart, real quick. Give me a guy of a decision so, that you might have to make oh, between Scary Terry and another guy. Like, what before, would be an example? There's a league I had Scary Terry and – you know, Sunday, Saturday comes around, still no news. You know, that there's just that they move the game, you know, just that they move the game officially. And then Sunday, no news on McLaurin. So I played Gabe Davis. And I felt good about that. Obviously, it worked out. But see, yeah, because I didn't want to wait it. 
So I was willing to do that. And like, it's easy to make that decision at that moment because I don't want to have nothing. You know what I mean? And I, if I waited it down, see, look, if I waited it down until today, there, I had another option of like Darnell Mooney, but I was like, I like, I'm going to play Gabe Davis against him and not Darnell Mooney. So, okay. Yeah. And it, yeah. it was like the 85% snap count he's been, he's been seeing for the past month. No Emmanuel Sanders. You know, the fantasy math was like, okay, we can start him. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm rolling out Scary Terry. I'm going down with him um, unless you got, like, uh, high, high-end uh, wide receiver over him. And I don't think it's too many at this point in time. It's not too many wide receivers that you have got over him. Yeah. Maybe a Darnell Mooney. You know what I'm Maybe. saying? If he's out there. Because, you know, Vikings are uh, the worst secondary uh, giving up uh, points to fantasy receivers. So maybe there's that, but even then, I'm not gonna feel good about. It. I, I, I'm with you, TD. I'd rather die on the on the um, the McLaurin Hill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But man, it feels good when you make that change and you go against everything that should be right, and you hit. Yeah, Doesn't make I, sense. It usually yeah, because the match. You know why? That's where that get, get here with the guys. Like you know, play the guys that got you here. That's where people they fuck up. Yeah. Because also at the same time, if you got here. With McLaurin, you're probably here in spite of him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and and this isn't week one anymore where he's, you know, it's, it's hard to make that decision. Like he, you know, about six, seven weeks ago, I was probably still like, yeah, he, you got to start him every week. Like, you know what I mean? He just, he has that upside. But then, you know, as the weeks progress and the, and the production is not there, the quarterback plays shoddy. There's too many other variables that affect him being just a talented ass wide receiver. You know what I mean? Because as in of right case, now, Heineke's not even playing, is he? No, and in this case too, it's like if it's if it's Kyle Allen, bro. He was one of the most inaccurate uh, passers that year in 2019. You know what I'm saying? That that's why like the only person catching the ball was CMC that year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and for Bob. those that don't know, Kyle Allen was the guy for Carolina that year when Cam went down. Yeah, and TJ Moore was asked all this guy. Wait, 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 go ahead. Yep, and I'm, <clears throat> Uncle Buck says I'm rolling with Terry. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't play some bullshit over Terry. That's for sure. But I know that was a big topic of discussion this week for sure. Hey, I'm gonna lie, man. When I'm doing Gabe Davis, I thought that was kind of a bush move. Like I was like, "Fuck, what am I doing, man?" Like no. you know what I mean? No, but, no. But, like, I, I trusted. Out. I trusted the process. Yeah, Sanders is out. You know, he's been averaging six targets a game. Yeah. You know, Gabe Davis. So it was like, okay, I'm, and it's connected to Josh Allen, not Kyle Allen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, someone. And sorry, uh, I missed I missed the comment. I didn't pull it up, but someone said thanks for telling me to play Gabe Davis um, this week. Hey man, no problem. We, it, I know all of us were were uh, on that side, like you know, what I mean, yep. like him being a nice streaming option. Even just he was a pickup two weeks ago that we were telling everybody about. You know what I mean? Just pick him up, and and, and then Manuel Sanders got hurt. It's, it's kind of like I'm telling you, bro. I'd be lightweight psychic sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you follow snap counts, obviously, but like, yeah, man, this this time of the year. These guys that come on, they, they come out of nowhere sometimes, man. And Jake said, good call on not playing Carter. Smart hustler. Hell yeah, man. I was way too nervous about that the first game back. Yeah, and it was all Tevin Coleman. I played him in my league, and I had to play him because I didn't have anybody else to play over. So, like, you know, Carter is a guy, to me, like, he's not going to start over none of your bell cows, but who else would you to play, like, far as a second-tier running back? Dearness Johnson? Michael Carter? Uh- Craig, Craig Reynolds was someone that I, I I picked him up in so many places, but I didn't have yeah. the ball to play him anywhere. Okay. Okay. I also yeah. didn't start Carter anywhere either. Here's something I wanted to say, is that it's just going to that game that Carter was in, 
I remember someone over the weekend was asking us about Carter, and I said, I, I'd rather – I'd feel better about the, whatever running back on the other side. But I just couldn't figure out who it was going to be, and I for damn sure didn't think it was going to be the Duke of Earl sandwich Johnson. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? There was someone who there was someone who DM'd me and they're like, what do you think about Duke Johnson this week? And I was like, I'm nervous about playing someone like Duke Johnson really hasn't played all week. Um, Gaskin just got, uh, you know, brought back and everything. I was like, it's a, he's a desperation play at best. Here, here's something you can. Here's a good way of hindsight now that I learned about Brian Flores. He's like Belichick. If you're not available th- during the course of the week game planning, you're not in the game plan as much as as, as you would think. And that was Gaskin and, and Malcolm Brown coming off the IR. You know, Gaskin coming off the COVID. Same thing with, with Salvan Ahmed. You know Spe- what I mean? Especially in the red zone. If anything else, OBJ should have taught us that. Because he goes out there and he gets snaps his very first game, but he's never in any red zone packages in that first game. Because red zone practice is important as hell. Yeah. There'd be whole days uh, whole days dedicated to doing red zone, uh, red zone drills. Running there red zone plays. Hell yeah. Let's see. So for the Chargers, well, actually, uh, yeah, we'll just do that one. Jumping all around here. Eckler and Bosa on COVID reserve, and they already announced that Bosa is going to be out this week. That's fucking nuts. Oh, because he's probably not vaccinated. I, I so mean, that, that's the only reason I would think why he would already be out. Uh, I got to get to next week before I can worry about my Eckler team. <laughs> Yeah, I picked up Justin Jackson um earlier this week, uh last week because uh just you know working away with Wari, I didn't I seen Austin Eckler had the Q tag on him. And now I'm I'm up with projections and I have Justin Jackson for next week. But then I started thinking like, well, what I'm gonna do with, with championship week. So uh but yeah, you, I think you just gotta take it week by week. But yeah, man, I picked up Justin Jackson, just moving and making moves. That's all you can do, guys. You're not trying to be uh Nostradamus, but you're just trying to anticipate moves. Or Bostradamus, as I like to call myself. <laughs> My favorite Damus is Negradamus from Chappelle's show. He's the, best. <laughs> He's the best. Uncle Buck said, should have. Shit, what about Huntley? Who saw that? He goes for 50 in my half point per completion league. Mm. Wow. Hey, that kid's going to get a lot of looks, though. You know what I mean? There might is he be better be- than Lamar Jackson? No. Well, okay. Well, here's – okay. Let, let's talk about this a little bit. Because, I, I, I mean, in that group, I mean, we got 75,000 people in that group. So I saw a grit of Lamar Jackson and Huntley-like posts. And there's so many people saying that, man, someone needs to sign, sign Huntley, you know, um, get, the, get him starting. And, yeah, it should be that way. But how many of these play callers and coaches are going to build their entire offense around him? He was, like, literally in the one place where he could step in. Yeah, because the, the, he's the backup because of his style of play is, like, Lamar Jackson-esque. And I am going to say this. Uh, I like that. I do like Matt, that a lot. Matt Rule the, is is the college coach form that would do that. Just like they, um, that's why they brought him in um, to be able to make that type of move. I like that. And that that would be a good spot for him too, because you know what I'm saying. There's already a ton of weapons there. And the, Cam Newton. Yeah, that team is built with the yeah. If they, make it, if they make it to the playoffs on Huntley's back, him getting – I mean, you know, they only lost by one point. Like, that, that was pretty impressive, you know, for him to even keep up with their Rodgers. They can't make the playoffs because I think that mathematically eliminated them. I might be wrong about this, or at least, or at least from winning nah, the division. No, no, no. Winning no. the division. The division, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. What, what, I mean, what is, 
With a Bengals win and a Ravens loss, they're mathematically eliminated for the division. I mean, they're tied with the Bengals right now. They they swept both eight and six. Okay, oh, but then I, might, I might be wrong about that. Then I'm not a hundred percent how all that's playing out. I just know as of right now in the AFC, we got we got the Chiefs at ten and four. We got the Patriots at nine and five. We got the Titans at nine and five, and we got the Bengals at eight and six, and they're top of the division right now. And then we got the Bills, the Chargers, the Ravens, and the Colts, all eight and six right now. And then yeah, Browns and Steelers right on the outside, um, looking in at seven and six. I will say this though, too, man. He played well, but you play well when they don't have a lot of film on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I agree with that. Yeah. What do you, um? I mean, one thing that I'm just thinking of is like when I see Lamar Jackson out there playing. Most of the time, I mean, it seems like he's trying to hit a home run or maybe do too much. And the one thing that Huntley yeah. was doing, he was just getting that ball out quick. Yeah. He was going to Andrews. That's what he was doing. <laughs> and so, and uh, my my man, Big Frank, he we were talking about that on uh, on Facebook, going back and forth in the comments. Um, and if you look at Andrews' last two games, they were his best games of the year, as far as like, I mean, like uh, targets to receptions and all that. I think he's only had three three non non um, completed passes over the last two games, and because Huntley's just hitting him with those short ones. Man, I'm mad because the only. Uh, I put a lot of George Kittle and I only had one Mark Andrews team in super draft pro. And that's the one I actually cashed on. It's like, if I would have just jammed him in there everywhere with, uh, with Hunley, you know what I mean? I wish I would have known that. Uh, Cause I mean, I, I, I made all my lineups and I fell my ass back to sleep, but if I would have known that it was Huntley, I would have played Andrews. Cause that's what those, uh, you know, the young QBs do. I mean, you hyper target your best fucking pass catcher. Like, why wouldn't you, you want to put some good stats up and some good film up. Like, Take the easy completions. Or you just, yeah, I mean, and then it's, it's only natural that they lean on a tight end. You know what I'm saying? These younger these younger guys. I mean, even when Mariota first came in the game, he's, he's an example I always like to use. When he came, you know, all of a sudden Delaney Walker was a thing. You know what I mean? Like, and he, he ain't never been nothing really except for uh, someone that would take away from Vernon Davis when he was with my Niners. You know what I mean? Yeah. He fucked, he fucked around and was like, you know, a, a top – uh, five guy that year, if I remember correctly, in 2015. So it's just natural that these guys lean on a tight end, especially if you're uh, a Greg Roman, you know, calling the plays. I'm like, right, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to make sure we scheme up our, our our easy big target right here. You know what I mean? And there you go. Live in Sports Talk with Jake said, like Mills did with Cooks. Like, yeah, feed, feed the beast. Like, you got really one solid wide receiver there, beyond solid wide receiver. Like, feed that dude. And yep. Tyrod was doing that too. I mean, when he was there, before he I'm got mad. injured. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to um, shout out to Brandon Cooks, man. I, I shitted on him all year, and uh, he's just been steady. It's because I don't have any Brandon Cooks shares, so I never really pay attention to what he's doing. When he shows up, when I see him on a stat sheet, I'm like, oh shit, he's doing this thing. <laughs> when you see him playing against you, that's the only time you notice. Yeah, that is true. I'll be laughing too when I see someone start Brandon Cooks against me. I'm like, ha ha. I so don't. No, I'm, just, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get nervous against those type of guys, bro. Those, that's how you, mm-hmm. man. Those are the fantasy Will winning players. Yeah, yeah, Will Fuller's, uh, Brandon Cooks, Miles Gaskin is the number one. <sighs> Too soon to talk about Miles Gaskin. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying I hate to play against him. 
Yeah, and I mean, uh, so um, Cooks on the year, 945 yards, five touchdowns, 80 receptions. That's not bad for being on one, I mean, a bottom three team in the NFL. And he he probably goes over a thou and that'll be like the fourth thousand yard season in his career. Put him in the hall and put him in the hall of fame. I don't think. I mean, you guys. I don't know about that one. Yeah, bro. Look at this. You don't know his numbers. How many Pro Bowls does he have? Uh, but he don't. I don't know how many Pro Bowls. Because I think that's one of those stupid. uh, That's one of. But if you look at his numbers compared to like Marvin Harrison, them, it's actually up there with those guys. Yeah, for like his first five seasons, type of shit. No, like his whole career. Well, I mean, you look at it. He's only had. He, I mean, his first season when he was injury riddled, and then 2019 when he was also injury riddled. I mean, those are literally his only bad seasons. Every other year, he's gone over a thousand. Yeah. Oh wow! So he got that many thousand yard seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Shout out to Brandon Cooks, man. I don't know if anybody holds hold, held their trade value in the NFL better than Brandon Cooks. I mean, he's traded. Yeah. New England traded for uh, traded a first round pick to get yeah. him. Balls out all year. They didn't win anything that year, and then they trade him away they, for a first they round. Actually, pick. they went to the Super Bowl that year, and he got knocked out. In the, and he got the knocked out in like the first series. If he wouldn't got knocked out, they said they probably would have won that game, and I believe they would. I mean, they put up five hundred yards of offense that game, so he yep. was going to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep. definitely. I mean, yeah, that wasn't a losing effort too. You know what's crazy about Brady is if you watch that game all the way down to the last play before it hit triple zeros, right? He he, you know, went for the hail mary and it hit Gronk in the hands. Like he was like, he had a chance. Like that Brady's dangerous, man. Yeah, especially when you give him uh, when you piss him off and give him a Microsoft Surface tablet. You guys see that him getting all pissed and throwing that tablet. Fuck I seen your plays, tweet. Fuck his defenses. I seen your tweet, hustler. I th- you said uh, I, somebody tweeted like, "I feel bad for that uh, that, that Surface Pro." Yeah. <laughs> The one that I saw, it was like when you get a Surface Pro instead of an iPad for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I, I I dabbled with the idea of getting my daughter a Surface Pro, right? And she and I told her, I was like, what do you think of the Surface Pro? I don't want that. I'm like, all right. Good thing I asked. Because <laughs> it sucks, too. Like, I mean, I hate to be the person that only likes Apple products because I don't. But I've worked for cell phone companies and stuff. And no matter what, the Apple products hold up. A little bit better. Yeah. I mean, you know, having a music background, I remember everything used to be PC. And then when I started really getting serious with my music, you know, my guy was like, man, you, you, fuck, you, you fucking up, man. You got to use Apple, bro. And just like, you know, everything that came, like just all the products, man, just way better. I've been an Apple guy ever since. Um, I can use anything, but um, I guess you just like to go with what you used to. Um, I, I had Androids for years. I, I used to like the keyboard, but now that shit don't really matter. Um, they don't go bad like on the phone screens like they used to be too. So, um, yeah, I'm good with either thing. I got an Apple phone right now. Yeah. <laughs> Life at Sports Talk with Jake's Apple is expensive for a reason. They last longer. Anything Android dies within six months. And I think you just have to know how to clean your devices a little bit better. Because I, I don't know, I don't know exactly what it is, but I mean, Apple they they just have stronger defense against those viruses and stuff. Yep. Android's way too easy to get viruses. But the old school Androids was was gas, and it was kind of better than the Apple stuff. I'm talking about like ten years ago, cell phones. 
That was when I used to work at Verizon. I worked from Verizon in like 2011 to 2013. And uh, I, I was on the Android side of things because it was like the cutting edge technology, like Apple stuff. It was always like two years later, they would come out with the same things. Yeah. And so I think they just did, maybe it was more research to, you know, tune it better or something. I don't even know what it is, but I just remember I wouldn't get any kind of commissions for selling Apple phones. So, wow. Well, I mean, not, not, not no commissions at all, but like literally like a couple bucks versus okay. like, versus like, you know, maybe like 20 to 50 bucks on selling, like um selling like an Android phone or something. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So for the longest time I hated on Apple for sure. Let's see. Dolphins, Jalen Waddle and uh, Philip Lindsay coming off COVID today. So we do got a bunch of people coming off COVID now. Now that they only need that one negative test. Yeah, I needed Waddle this week, but it's all good. I still got a shot. I got two uh, quarterbacks to go, and I'm down um, on 20 points. And we heard that Jared Goff got placed on COVID reserve. Just crazy. It's insane. Like, did they have it before? Did they catch it then? I'm just I'm just so curious how all this is working out. I'm just playing the game. It's a game to me. Yes, sir. And, and I don't mean I don't mean like it was in the like uh COVID and stuff. I'm just mean like far as how uh they saying guys got it and all of a sudden they don't got it. Yep. All we could do is roll with the punches. Yep. And uh, the Lions, um, also Alex Anzalone, their middle linebacker, the dude who looks like sunshine. Um, he is going to be expected to miss the rest of the season with um, with the shoulder injury that he suffered Sunday. Alex Singleton? No, Anzalone. He's, oh. the, uh, he's the middle linebacker, white dude with the crazy long blonde hair. More of a dynasty, like IDP guy. But, man, I have him in damn near every single dynasty league um, just because he's been so solid and very, very unknown. Okay, okay. And Life in Sports Talk with Jake said the vid made him ball out, Hustler. Come on. <laughs> Might have been, man. <clears throat> Might have been. M.A., what up? How about for the Giants? Danny Pesos being shut down for the rest of the season. About time. I mean, we already knew his neck injury was pretty bad. It took uh, took them getting their asses whooped by the uh, by the Cowboys to finally uh, finally shut them down. TD, you talking about Tyron Smith? No, Dan- Danny Pesos. Oh, they so they shut them down the whole season. Shutting him down for the rest of the season. We knew he had the neck injury, and uh, he still he still hasn't been cleared for contact. And I said, you think it was just them getting their asses whooped by the Cowboys? Finally, no. was enough to. I think the general manager told him to shut him down. Why they, not, they don't want to ruin him? Um, he's trade bait commodity or whatever they decide to do. So why are we gonna keep rolling him out there and he's not one hundred percent? That's what I think it was. Especially being four and ten now, you're exactly. barely playing for pride at this point. Exactly. <laughs> you're being summoned, TD. Life and sports talk with Jake. Life and sports talk with Jake. What's going on, bro, bro? What's good, Jake? <laughs> 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 and Winkin' Weed says, what's new with the Giants? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. They're still trash. Let's see. Uh, okay, well, so how about some other COVID shit? Uh, for the Browns, Kevin Stefanski still out with COVID. And then for Washington, they're going to be without seven assistant coaches tomorrow. Like how? Like, PD, 
how, how much is the um, the assist like? I mean, is that all their assistant coaches? Like, I didn't even know teams had seven assistant coaches. Yeah, I can't believe they actually going to be able to roll out some coaches to even coach the game when there's seven assistant coaches. So, uh, I don't know. Um, I guess that's why I'm not playing anybody on this team unless I have to. Unless it's like a guy that I got to roll out. I, other than that, I don't, I don't want to play anybody on this team. What team? Washington. Washington. So, they're going to be without seven of their assistant coaches tomorrow. I didn't even know there were seven assistant coaches per team. You know what's funny about this? Um, maybe it works in an advantage because now no one's going to know what in the fuck they're going to do. Right. Mm. Yeah. But it can only last, that only lasts for like the first half because they go into the halftime and, and good coaches will make adjustments. Right. I don't know how, how much I could really trust, uh, 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 the Eagles coaching staff to say that they're, you know, they make good adjustments, you know what I mean? Cause they kind of don't this year. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I guess going from never running the ball to running the ball, I guess that was a solid adjustment. So maybe there's that, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. it's hard, it's hard to judge them. They're a schizophrenic team, just like Washington is, you know what I mean? And then speaking on the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, he is not listed on the injury report today. So he's playing that extra day, B, extra yeah. two days. I'm still, up, Austin? I'm still not a big fan of Jalen Hurts, not of fantasy this week. I, I love them against this Washington team. Everyone's supposed to tear this team up. The ones that haven't, you know, it's, it's like like Dak should have tore them up. You know what I mean? But then Dak should have been the Cowboys' offense should have been tearing everyone up, right? You know what I mean? Like the people that play Washington, you're supposed to at least go for yard. You know what I mean? You're supposed to at least throw, put up like 250, 280 in the air, through the air. Definitely. And let's see who else we got here. Oh, so the Eagles, they also placed their tackle, Andre. What is it? Uh, Dillard on Dillard. COVID reserve. Dillard. Yeah. Let me see. Is he is he the starter, starting tackle? Um, I'm gonna I, go check right now. You know, I'm not I, I ain't gonna lie. I know they made a lot of I know they got Brandon Brooks. Who else did they got over there? They got Jason Kelsey's the center. Okay, he's their he's their backup. He's their backup. Lane John, do they still got Lane Johnson? But see, I know they're no. down starters though, so that that guy must might have been starting in place of somebody. Let's see who else we got here. Okay, so Teddy B, he's been released from the hospital. Um, man, that that hit looked really bad on um, the way he fell, and uh, they said he's highly unlikely to play this week. And Drew Locke is going to be the starter if Teddy B can't go. It's funny how they got to say that because, like, I, yeah, like I mean, we all know it would be Drew Locke without Teddy B, but it's almost like the team has to say it because they don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and he would be the starter. Yep. <laughs> so the wide receivers, do they get worse or do they get better? I mean, I don't even think they could get any worse than what they were with Teddy B. It's the volume anyway. Uh, uh, Sutton, I like Sutton. Drew Locke gonna throw the ball deep. He's gonna pick a chance to throw the ball deep. So uh Sutton gonna have a couple chances. Judy hurts Judy bad. Tim Patrick and Sutton, I might play them in a prayer. You know, yeah, I think it hurts. I mean, because you know what's crazy is his shorter passes, like his shorter A dot throws, they're really inaccurate. And that's where Judy should be. You know what I mean? Like I'm and then he also seems to favor the tight end more and more in the short passing game than the slot receiver. And, and, you know, we've, we've had a pretty good sample size of drew lock. You know what I mean? He's been in the league since 2019. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he did. He could, I, throw, yep. he could throw for he, four touchdowns or he could throw for three picks. Mm-hmm. 
And Antonio says, talk about those Cardinals and how the fuck they lose to the Lions. So you, you, know guys, you, guys, could tell, you guys could tell me more about that because I, I was sleeping during that game. But, man, Josh Reynolds and Amon Ross St. Brown. Told you. I'm not I really surprised. Uh, I, I, it's I it's NFL. To... Here's the thing. Why, 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 what's, what's exciting about it that people are never going to pay attention to is that Dan Campbell and them, they come up with crazy-ass game plans. Like, they've been in the majority of these games they've been in, right? Losing by, like, less than a possession in most of them, or a possession or less. You know, um, and then there's an, here's another thing. When they played Lamar Jackson, they put out the blueprint how to stop Lamar, right? Then the Dolphins, they immediately they picked up that game plan and beat him up with it too, right? You know, th- this could be they, – they, they might be put something out on film defensively on how, like, you could limit Kyler Murray here. You know what I mean? Like, this – that's something like you know these, these bum ass teams. They they that's what they contribute to the league, man. You know what I mean? Because people come in there sleeping on them. You know what I'm saying? They come in crazy. there, they sleep on Detroit, and Detroit had a a crazy ass game plan. And now a lot of people are gonna copy that same game plan. Whatever so, it may be, like I said, I want to watch it. I want to see what they did different. So the um, Lions, they've only given up five top twelve performances to the QBs all season. See. And, and we two, just, of the, two of those were Rodgers and uh, Stafford. They missed D-Hop. Here's another thing, too, is with D-Hop there, it, you know what I mean? It, it definitely opened it up for everybody else. There mainly you go. the run game. Mainly yep. the run game. You I agree 100%. Because cause even D-Hop was like, man, he was kind of Terry McLaurin-like. Where it's like, I got to start this guy, but he ain't doing it. He ain't doing it for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's the story of D-Hop this year. You know what I'm saying? And then last piece of news before we get to a couple questions. Uh, we got nine minutes before the game start. Uh, for the Bengals, Joe Mixon dealing with a sprained ankle. Um, they said he's going to be limited early in the week, but they're calling his situation encouraging. He, You know he came back out for the last snap of the game? No, I didn't. I didn't see that. So, you know, because you know, he fell to the ground. Like he tried to get up and fall. He fell. Like after that hit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, he's dead. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, you know, this everybody knows what to do at this point. You know, go grab you some Samaj P. Ryan. He, he might be useful against the Ravens, who who actually uh, didn't look like a top five run defense last week. You know what I mean? Nope. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Let's see. Austin said, uh, my entire team put up uh, 48 game points in my playoff match. Travis Kelsey puts up 43 points alone against me. Uh, he said, honestly, happy my season is over, ready to start for my dynasty draft. So, uh, man, you know what's crazy is there's there's one spot I might overcome this Travis Kelsey thing. I don't want to jinx it, but, like, you know what I mean? I'm, 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 I just need my guy. The, I need Gibson, the Browns defense, and Montgomery. To just like not shit the bed, you know what I mean? I just need them to not shit the bed. <laughs> I don't really feel too comfortable. But... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, let's see, Kid Meathead said, apologize, fellas, if you answered this already, do I start <clears throat> Diablo or Ryan Neal? Dang, IDP question. Hold on, hold on. Diablo. I, I mean, his name sounds cooler. Yeah, that's where I was, that's exactly where I was going. Like, before you look at the numbers, I'm saying Diablo. <laughs> so he's actually been doing good the last two weeks. I was curious how his, uh, like, how, how his play was, because I didn't even know if he was starting for them or not. Let me see. Ryan Neal. Hold on. Ooh. Um, I'll go with I'll, I'll go with Diablo. Yeah, I'm go, I'm going Diablo. Ryan Neal's been playing all year, but yeah, Diablo. I think he's been starting their last two games and he's balled out the last two games. Let's ride the hot train. Let's see. Ruben said I started St. Brown and boy that <laughs> boy he's balling. He is uh, top five in targets in the last three weeks. Yep. Sure is. What if uh, Jared Goff doesn't play? Are we still high on him? What happened with, what happened with Goff? Oh, that was when you were that was when you were out. Uh, He's, COVID, uh, yeah. COVID. Okay. Yeah, I went yeah, I went to go change his shitty diaper. Um, <laughs> you know what though? It's it's it you know, this is uh it's probably something you're not gonna feel as confident about. I mean, who's the backup? I don't even know, right? Because there is some backups that I like. Like if it's Jake, if it's a, a what's his name, David Blow, David Blau, or whatever, if he's still there, or if it's Driscoll, you know, I don't know where those guys are at now, but I know those are those are past uh, uh, backups in Detroit. You know what I mean? Tim Boyle, that's who it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. David, is it David mm. Blau or David Blah? Yeah, or Blow. <laughs> you know I mean? David, Blah. David Blows. <laughs> Let's see. <clears throat> and Austin says, I feel like fantasy has been so unpredictable this season. The thing is, is like you could go back to last year. It's unpredictable every year, especially this time. I mean, you can go back to last year. Godwin got killed in week 14 of the play, you know, week one of the playoffs last year. It was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Mike Evans went down too for a game or two, like in the playoffs. Like this is where like, you know, there's some people who may say it's easy to win a fantasy championship, but if you're not paying attention, you're not making moves. That's, leagues, that's why. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna lie. I'm in leagues with fucking hitters, bro. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I I could pinpoint where I fucked up, and if I can go back and change that one thing, my my whole outcome's different of the year. You know what I mean? That's how crazy fantasy is. Is that like it's really about the decision making? You can't do anything about injuries or COVID. These things you can't you can't nope. be upset with things you can't control. But the nope. things you can control, like you know, maybe not maybe not accepting that trade or like like for example, I have Kyler Murray in like almost every single one of my single QB leagues, right? At least where I can get him, right? And like when he was going crazy early in the year, you know, people someone offered me like Aaron Rodgers plus something for him, and I was like, nah, fuck that. Then he gets hurt, and I still had offers on the table. You know what I mean? Because it's Kyler Murray. And then I look back, I'm like, dang, I'll probably be in better shape in a lot of those leagues if I would have just moved on from Murray because that's usually my style anyway. Like, why? I mean, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, there's so many different things you, you can do at the QB position every week. Like, if I can trade, I could have traded him for, for a piece I, I could have used. And I had some decent offers on the table, but I just wanted to stick with my whole, I predicted him being the number one QB in fantasy this year. That I, I said that two years in a row. You know what I mean? So... that's where i'm stubborn you know what i mean so here's two more pieces of news that just came in so aj brown um designated to return off ir great against my niners 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> now, if you made it this far, he's coming back. Hey, and you I'm know how mad motherfuckers is that AJ Brown? Like, if they lost this week and they're out, and they're like, oh, now you want to come back. Yeah. And how about some more bullshit that just came in from Adam Schefter? Travis Kelsey is being placed on the COVID reserve list. He is vaccinated. Okay, well, he might play. Man, what? I'm mad about this shit. They couldn't put him on like like on Wednesday? Man. <laughs> Just to make God sure he couldn't it. play? <clears throat> Against me. He's going to play. He's going to play this yeah, week. He must have we gotten way to too close to Aaron Andrews on the field. <laughs> Man, I thought, I thought they still had the, what's it called? The six feet of space on those interviews. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they, they just put a headset on them really now. And yeah. They're, they're, someone's talking to them from the studio. I don't think they have the, uh, I mean, I know they have the, 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 the on the field sideline reporter uh, ladies, which is like, you know, what's funny. It's like, you never see men doing that job. So I was like, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to Didi King Kabbalah on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, they know what they're doing, bro, bro. They're gonna right? put a um, yeah, they know they're what they're gonna, doing. They're gonna put a party lady there. Yeah. I mean, they had it like that for the longest time, and then you go see the uh NBA, you know, they're still doing that. But yeah. But but I don't see let me no, I don't want to go ahead, move forward. Yeah, we, we don't got to do anything like that. And uh, Vanessa, good looking on the super chat. And she said, uh, I'm neck and neck with my opponent, but he still has Wilson, Cup, Montgomery. I have the Eagles D, Cook, and it's between McLaurin or OBJ. I'm torn and I don't know what to do. Appreciate any insight. So you know this what's one is funny? pretty tough. What's funny here is I don't really see a difference between McLaurin and OBJ at this point. You need the big one from them. They're not going to – McLaurin's not a guy who's been getting, like, you know, peppered with the shorter dot targets. Like, he's just kind of been the outside guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I almost want to OBJ. Play, yeah, I'm going to go OBJ, too, just because I feel like he's going to have more opportunities. And that's like – especially right now, I mean, that's what we need is more opportunities. Yeah, I think he's going to get peppered with tar- targets. Like, they're going to boom. Yeah, they're going to give him a lot of targets. I think OBJ should get eight targets this game. Most Matthew Stafford plays. What did he get? Like seven last week? Something uh six. I'll go double check, but I know it had to be somewhere around that. I think he caught five for six last week. Okay. 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 I do know I'm just wondering he had if it was seven. Like he had seven. So he seven so last seven. week, five the week before, ten the week before that. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, think- if you average that up, he's averaging about seven targets a game. Yeah. It's gonna go up next week. I mean, just uh coming up. More. Well, it's also a game script thing, right? Like if if Seattle can make this a game, and which and you know what's funny? Here's this. That's what's crazy about the NFL this year is that like when we talk about some of these games where you like 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 oh Cardinals are gonna go in there and smack the fuck out of Detroit, quote unquote. Bogard says, you know what I mean? And then they go and then and, you know. So I I can't just necessarily say like Seattle should be getting romped here because I really think they do. But like man, if this year shows you anything, is that like you know it's kind of hard. To just stomp on these teams, bro, when, when you think they're down and out. It's the NFL. That's what I'm saying. That's why a lot of times I don't pick like, ah, this, oh, I knew this was going to happen. It's a, it's These guys uh, get paid, too. They put their pants on, too. So they sometimes you just can't – it's just not your day. Back to my Cowboys, back in the 90s, man, the um, Philadelphia Eagles used to whoop our ass every year. Every year that we won the Super Bowl, Philadelphia right. uh, Eagles, they, they whooped us. Cause they had white, bro. <laughs> no, no, white. Uh, Eric Williams actually, man. If you ever go go research that, Eric White, 
Eric Williams was like his kryptonite, Reggie White. He handled yeah. Reggie White mm-hmm. never had a sack on him. But, oh, uh, word? Yeah, Sorry. never, oh, bro. Oh, he used wow. to sling, he used to sling, he's the only guy to sling Reggie White. But anyway, wow. um, yeah, he slung slung Reggie White down on the ground one time. Um, but uh yeah, man, it was just uh it was just a bad matchup. It was a divisional game and they would blitz and they would try to uh do bounties on our players. And so Jimmy mm. and Rex, uh, Buddy Ryan would get into it because Buddy would try to say, "Hey, man, go at uh, Matt, uh Michael Irvin knees and Emmitt Smith is a he's, he's a punk and he's just you know it was Buddy Ryan." Yeah, yeah. Hey, Buddy Ryan's. Hey, listen, man. That's if you think about it, though, that's real football back in the days, grind time, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, he was the 85 Bears, right? Mm-hmm. 2000 Ravens. What else were some of his big-time yeah. teams? I mean, No, that's his son. You know, that was his son. Who, yeah, Rex? This, this, Rex, that, Rex that was, was Rex. the 2000 Ravens? Yeah. yeah but Yeah, that okay. was Rex. Okay. Yeah. He got two sons that coached, yeah. but I think only uh, only Rex was the one who had like, a notable career. More polarizing yeah, career, I would say. The other one's the one who looks like Santa Claus, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> the long-ass uh, long gray hair. Yeah. He actually yeah. isn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Axel Cushion said, with the Titans being in a tough spot, we see in Henry come back sooner. I don't think so. I mean, it's listen. If it was up to them, and you know what I mean, they probably would have him back sooner. But it's just not smart. You know what I mean? And and he's not eligible to come back either. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think the eligibility is uh, January. There we go. Rob and Rex. There we go. I forgot the other one's name. Yeah, Rob Ryan. That's right. Santa Claus. And uh, the Doe said, you think Eckler will be cleared for Sunday? Well, we know he's vaccinated, so he just needs one negative test. Yeah, I mean, this is something we might not be tripping off of tomorrow because, you know, you know what I mean? Or no, I think tomorrow is the test. So Wednesday, we'll but know. Either way, I think Jackson still has a role because he won't be practicing. If he starts practicing like Wednesday, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's easy. It's Austin Eckler, easy. But if he doesn't practice, he only played like 34. Saturday, thirty-four percent of the snaps last week was yeah. Eckler already. Because you got to remember, he's dealing with an ankle injury too. Yeah. So I would. I'm basically what I'm saying is you could play Justin Jackson no matter what if he doesn't practice all week. Who do they got? That that's gonna make a difference to me. Oh, they're playing the Texans. Oh, yes. Yep. Oh, it's juicy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can agree with you now. Let's see what Charter said here. Down 62 points. I got Josh Jacobs, Justin Jefferson, Antonio Gibson, Miles Sanders. Do I play Miles Sanders or Henderson? I'm projected to lose by 15 points. Fuck the projections, first of all. And I'd probably play Sanders over. I'm playing Sanders over Henderson. Me too. Yep. Yeah, go out there and get that dub. Go walk down that 62-point lead. Walk that thing down. Yeah. I'm about to win an orphan last place. Well, I'm in a I got an opportunity to win an orphan team last place, orphan team from last year, championship. Um nice. I'm playing against a number two seed. Uh he's he's won eleven straight games. Um right now, uh he has two players. I have two players, but I have two quarterbacks, and he's up twenty points. So, um, have y'all ever uh, took a uh, took an orphan team and won a championship, like a, a less orphan team, not like a really good orphan team, but like a kind of a bad orphan team? No, I've I only taken over. 
I've only taken over one uh, one orphan team, and um, I can't say that I cared too much about the league because it was a free league. But um, just uh, just got into it because uh, one of my friends started it, and uh, I, I thought I was completely out. And I think I'm gonna skate to uh, skate to the next round. But Christian McCaffrey and Acres were the only running backs on this team when I acquired it. Mm. So you had to make moves. Yeah, yeah, literally every single week. You know, it's crazy because when you get put in predicaments like that, that's those are the motherfuckers that end up starting the Duke Johnsons of the world. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what happened with me. I started Devin Singletary this week. There you go. And he and, and, and also had Cordell and I also had Cordell Patterson on this team. <laughs> nice. And like, man, I'm biased. Because I love Corduroy, and even though it was against my Niners, I was so hot that that wasn't a touchdown, bro. That's yeah. cool. Because, yeah. like, I mean, when you watch the replay, yes, he was down. But it's very rare. Like, it had to be definitive because they announced yeah. it. They had called it a touchdown on the field. Yeah. So yeah. it had to be real definitive. And, like, it just wasn't definitive to me. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And let's see, Axel Cushion said, what's an orphan team? An orphan team is in a dynasty league where someone quits or they get booted out of the league. When someone bitches up and they're like, fuck this league, and they leave. And it ruins it for everyone. And you got to – and then people like us, we're hell of a guys to come come through and, and adopt that team. Because it doesn't – you know, it's like if, if you can't find someone, what do you do? You know what yeah, I mean? I had no draft picks for like two or three years. It was terrible. And I, it, it wasn't even the orphan team that I thought I was getting. That's what, how bad it was. I was pissed. Mm. You but, got um, finagled? Yeah, uh, I got finagled. They showed you, they showed you yeah. a different lineup? Yes, bro. And he was like, no, nah, that's the right one. I'm like, I thought I got the one with Justin Herbert, bro. He was like, no. So I had Matthew Stafford from Detroit. Remember, because this is last year. Mm. I, but So I was like, wait a minute. I said, all right. I had Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think I had Joe Mixon. I had Stephon Diggs. So I traded those guys. I got Waddle and Devontae Smith. I made a couple moves, and I ended up having James Conner and Leonard Fournette as a lot of, like, mid-tier type players, and they ended up hitting this year. So um, I won uh, seven straight games to go into the playoff. I got an orphan team that I adopted this year, and it's the second year of this league, of this dynasty league. And – um. I just like I looked at the team. It was in shambles, and ironically, this team had uh, the lowest scored against, and and you know, what I mean, just they'd actually gotten to the playoffs, but they just we had like beef with the league, and you know what I mean? It was just some bullshit. So when I came through, I started I started making hella moves, bro. And so now I got three. Well, I got two first round picks next year. Um, I got a I got a couple seconds and thirds, okay. and I got a nice little young team. But and, and I'm but I'm definitely I definitely. Only won two games this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I fed and, and I just used I was trying to win like a motherfucker every week, man. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't there's no such thing as tanking. Yeah. I, everybody tanked below me. I'm like, I'm not fucking tanking. I didn't buy this team. I don't got enough money. I don't give a damn how much money I got. I'm not I don't got enough money to buy a team to tank. Yeah. I just I mean, I mean, I might be like, no, I might not make the playoffs, but I'm gonna still try to make my I'm gonna finesse my lineup, right? Or you or you just gonna set your lineup with garbage and just go over. Twelve. People who've been people who've been tanking probably feel so stupid right now because like it doesn't matter what team you are. Exactly. Probably got some issues going on right now. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, one thing that I've also been seeing uh, that I make sure to uh, call people out on 
Because if you're super upset about your one like team that you have in fantasy football and you lost because you had some bullshit luck, he's got to get into more leagues. Exactly. That's all it is. Exactly. I'm up, man. I'm mad as hell about about your dynasty league. I'm upset as hell, but I'm like, hey, it's all good, man. I I'm just gonna get in some more, right? I'm just gonna get in more. I'm, I'm about to go for like tw- at least twenty leagues next next year. Um, I think I can do it. Um, but I I got in two out of uh, twelve of them. I got in two. I'm disappointed in it, but. Hey, I'm not going to worry about it. You just got to get in more guys. Sometimes, listen, and I love my teams. A lot of people is like, well, what, what, what did you went wrong? I'm like, I don't think I went wrong. If I did the draft over again, I might trade a couple of players here and there, but I still love my team. So sometimes, guys, it's just not your year. You might come out next year and go undefeated in, in a league. It just and, then, and then lose in the championship. And then lose in the championship. There you go. Tell them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know. All you can do is put your best foot forward. That's it. Yep, yep, yep. The Niners said, I rocked with one league only, only after a four-year hiatus. Maybe next year I'll hop on the Hustler League. Hell yeah. And for everyone who wants to get in the league sooner rather than later, we're doing the NFL playoff leagues. Those start week 19 of the season is when they start. So week 18 is the last week of the regular season. And uh, they're all starting week 19. The drafts are happening from that Monday to that um, to that Friday. It's going to yes, be the sir. shit. So anyone oh, who's on. Yep. Anyone who's on Patreon, go get theirs. Go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go get signed up on Patreon, and you're going to have your spot reserved in as many leagues as you want. I'm probably going to start about 10 of these leagues. We had nine last year, and um, I only know more people this year, so I'm assuming we're going to have more than that this year. Yep. All right. And Vanessa said, how does that type of league work? I'm talking about the NFL playoffs league, so it is going to be – it is going to be 12 teams per league. The top half of the league scoring wise moves on every week. So it's a big three week tournament. Kind of everyone, just everyone against each other. And when a, when a team loses in the NFL, if you have one of those players on your roster, you know, that you got to drop them and you got to pick someone else. So you got to just keep rolling with the punches. And usually if you're the one to draft, right, you're going to have more of your drafted players in the uh, championship week. You got to find a nice balance of com- both conferences. So you have, you know what I mean? So you could just hope that you have a guy that goes all the way you know, what I mean? on both sides. Pause. Axel Kushin said, I would like the team. It would be a pleasure to beat all three of you. <laughs> I like yeah. it. I like the attitude. The fantasy so guys up. don't like Eric. Make sure you sign up on Super Draft too, Axel Kushin. That way you can play against us in everyday match. Yeah, you can put your money where your mouth is every week. Hell yes, yeah. Sir. And Nigel said, I want a team in your leagues. How do I jump on? You're already there, bro. You're a YouTube member. Um, I mean, I'm telling people to get on Patreon because I, I post most of the things in Patreon. Um, but I'll, I'll be making some YouTube posts about it also because YouTube members also have a spot reserved in the league. And, and you know man, what's crazy? Oh, go ahead. And my man Frank on Patreon. Here we go. Said last flex spot. Um, and he said, uh, Sanders there right now, but my other options are OBJ Thielen. Think it's a big risk rolling with Sanders? No, so nah. it's, it's it's just a safer it's a safer route. The yeah. risk is playing like an injured Thielen that can reaggravate his fucking hamstring. Like, I, I mean, it's Thielen's obviously a solid play, but you know he's touchdown or bust, and he does have a high probability of getting that touchdown. But I'm going with the the, the safer lo- load. And you know what's crazy? Fucking Raiders, man! They get the game moved. And it's fucking, it's like 13 mile an hour wins, not 20, like it would have been the other day. Lucky. 
Let's see. All right. See if we got any more uh, questions here. Vanessa said, yes, I want to do that. Nice. Well, um, I'll, I'll be posting stuff about it in Discord as well. But yeah, everyone get get ready because yeah, starting week 19. So we got what? We got three and a half weeks left. Going to be yeah, real fun. All weeks. Yeah, six or three. 16, 17, 18, right? Yeah. I'm trying to do a, a, a spouse league. And also a father-son league, if y'all ever want to get down and do that, too. See, I, I can't wait till I get my son to be a degenerate, but I also don't know if I want to ruin his life. That's <laughs> <laughs> like an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> Just trusting who he should start and sit. <laughs> like his homework, his homework, he's falling behind on his homework because he was he was doing stat research. <laughs> And like one of my uh, one of my cousins, his son, I don't know how old he is, maybe 12 or 13, something like that. And uh, well, <coughs> we <coughs> we all met in person. Uh, I, I hadn't seen um, these guys. In, they live in Arizona and we haven't like seen um, met each other in person for maybe like four or five years. It's been a while. And uh, he wanted to tell me, he's like, thanks for all your advice on Facebook. I kicked my dad's butt in fantasy football this week. <laughs> I was like, so oh. my man Steamboat. His first dynasty league, he inherited it from his pops. They've been going on since like the uh the late 90s because he remembers being there with his dad at the he's my age, so in the late 90s, he was like you know 13, 14, you know what I mean? And uh he uh he, he remembers his pops drafting um uh Terrell Davis like hella late. Mm. You know what I mean. And it's just, you know, that was, and then he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, and every year it was just like clockwork. You just get, get the running back from, from Denver or get the running back from, from uh, Kansas city. I think that I'm put at a disadvantage in fantasy football because I live in California. I didn't find out about fantasy football till I was 21. I didn't listen. I was aware of fantasy football, but I thought I was associated with nerds and shit. You know what I mean? I didn't know yeah. how deep it really got. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but and also too, like, I didn't get, I didn't play until 2013. I, I would get annoyed actually with all my my, my homies at the studio because they had a studio league for years before I joined it. You know what I mean? And it was just like everyone, you know, everyone in, during that time, during this time of year, like I I, I, I fucked with football, but I'd just be like, bro, like shut the fuck up. You know, we're recording here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all the motherfuckers want to do is talk about fans making trades and shit. And then, what do you know? I'm the guy who makes content now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm the most. You know, all of them aren't even as into it as before. You know what I mean? And like, it's funny too because, man, I would always dominate that league like nothing. And then, like, you know, at one point, I was just like, man, I'm kind of this, this league sucks. They don't ever make trades. And then I just, I just stopped playing that league. I didn't start playing fantasy football to about five. Four years, about four years ago. I, I was just in the bet. Yeah, I love, yeah, I love. I was betting on on football. Yeah. Um, and then also I was a. I, I love video. I'm a video game guy. I love Madden and also NCAA. So what I would do, this is before they was actually had internet because you got to understand yeah, I'm, video I'm older. Game was dope. I would yeah. go and put the name. I would go look at Sports Illustrated, get all the rosters, and go put the guys' names on their in, inside them and add their stats. And I would go look up their rankings and what they did on, good. on the PS One. On the PS One, bro. My my bro, friend like, that bro, game was the shit. Yes, yeah. My my homies be like, bro, how in the hell are you gonna sit here and play like a uh forty dynasties in a row and not simulate any game? And just recruit. So that's just I just love football, man. So once I started playing fantasy, I just got to learn about the different fantasy. Yeah, I just had to learn the terminology of fantasy. 
oh wow, I got how many people I'm starting, Superflex, mm-hmm. uh, IDP, and IDP wasn't hard. I know Hustle was like, well, we do IDP. I was like, bro, I love defensive players. I've been known defensive players forever, so it just I had to learn about what like what type of IDP player do I play? A middle linebacker, safety, whatever, you know. Uh, it, it, it I remember 2013-14 were basically my years where I did not know what the fuck I was doing in a draft. I didn't do no mock drafts ever. And anyway, I'll just create the guys I like. And, it, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> and, like, for example, I remember 2014, I was like, you know, man, I really love Calvin Johnson. And I'm like, and then I grab him. They're like, you probably could have waited till the next round. And I'm like, fuck no, he's Calvin Johnson. Like, everyone before me was tripping and didn't grab him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> like, you know, that's how I thought of the shit until I started realizing, oh, okay, there is actually a public perception here. You know what I mean? So if, if you know, if I'm really big on someone, I gotta see, check and see what the world what the world thinks. Because if they're not as big as on, on him, I can keep that on the low in my back pocket. You mm. know what I mean? Like I remember uh, twenty going into twenty sixteen, Jamal Charles. Oh, yeah. Jamal Charles was going. Uh, he was going as a top ten guy, like top five even, right? And uh, I, you know, I, I at this point I've already engulfed in fantasy twenty sixteen. All the fucking podcasts in the world and everything, every you know, beat rep- reporters. Uh, re- articles i could find anything you know what i'm saying and then but but uh my point is i I knew spencer ware was going to be the guy because i they were talking about jamal charles is like he's not even going to be ready for week one he's not gonna play any preseason and and it was really they were really quiet about it but i i found something from like a kansas city local shit you know what i mean and then like so i was just getting spencer Ware everywhere as my last pick in every draft and like he he went crazy until like the playoffs and he fell off hard but it was just like, you know, I was like, wow. Then I became addicted to finding those gems. You know what I mean? Yep, me too. Yep. Like, like, okay, I'm about to find like I'm like um every Doug Baldwin that year. No one was on Doug Baldwin that year. And I was like, I tell y'all. And then even when Tyler Lock Tyler Locker was a rookie that year, when he yep. started to come on, I was starting both him and Doug Baldwin. I was just like, because Russ, Russ was going crazy. People are like, oh, Russ doesn't throw a lot. I'm like, and it's funny because people's perception, you know, everything just like our own, it'll change week to week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like right now, I have motherfuckers all day talking about, hey, should I pick up, you know, should, should I, how much should I bid on uh, on Duke Johnson? I'm like, well, if you have money, bid it all, right? But then they're like, oh, it's, I have number one waiver priority. Should I get Duke Johnson? I'm like, yeah, if you want to chase that. Like, it's just yeah. so funny how recency bias makes people think, right? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. last week, everyone's going crazy off a of penny. If Penny don't do squat tomorrow, you know what I mean? People are going to hate Penny that they put him in their lineup in, exactly. in the playoffs. That's you know and saying? that's like yep. And I don't play like, fantasy that way. Say you get to next week and you do get Duke Johnson, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna kill you in your playoffs. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. and, and see, and that's some that's the thing that I try to avoid with myself because sometimes, sometimes I should I should take my own advice. You know what I mean? Like, yep. because like I would like I am rolling out Penny in a couple of my joints. And it's not even that I have to, you know what I'm saying? I just like, it, it was the best option I had. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, guess, I guess I do have to. Yeah. Hell yeah, we got to roll with the punches. And Nigel said, what app do you use for your leagues? So mostly Sleeper, but uh, for those NFL playoff leagues, um, Sleeper doesn't offer it. Neither does ESPN or Yahoo. So we're using my fantasy league. Yeah. And also another thing to help me in fantasy and reason why sometimes it's like it's hard for me to answer questions is I consolidate. Like I'm not gonna have five top receivers on my team and like I have to make a decision every week. 
I feel like I I played fantasy. I played fantasy like that, like my second year, and I was like, and I had guys scoring on my bench. And I said, I never want. I rather I rather lose before I have a guy score on my bench. So I consolidate and just try to have a front loaded team with a couple really good guys that I can go on the bench, and the rest of them are kind of this long shot guys. You you just you just like in a nutshell described the story of my life this past, especially this past few years because like. I'm I'm the trading. I'm a, I always knew I was a trading motherfucker, but like it took me a while to get into these leagues where motherfuckers that's part of the culture. Like, cause I over the years I started like my my big you know all my leagues are at least two hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm compi- compiling these people, I'm not going to ask your average Joe, hey man, you want to join this league? It's two hundred bucks. No, it's a straight degenerate that that you know that I know from other leagues more than likely, or in and in real life if not. But you know, just motherfuckers that I know that okay, he he gets active. I want him in the league. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think a I lot hate, of- that's one thing I hate. I hate boring leagues, bro. I hate when there's no one, talk, no one not talking shit. Or like, I mean, I guess the talking shit's fine if, if it's not there, but just the, the non-trading really irritates me. Yeah, and there's a lot of leagues that don't trade. There's a lot of leagues where people are jaded because they made bad trades before, so they never. Or vetoed. They got yep. vetoed, so they're like, ah, oh, they're just gonna veto my trade anyway. Yep. Yeah. So it's all those things that make a difference for sure. People won't answer your chat. I played in the league, in the ESPN league. I've been playing in it for three years. And um, the guys won't even answer. They, I'm like, man, do you want to trade? You got any players? They won't even answer you, man. And one time I put, I, I sent out a trade for, and I it, I hit. I was like, um, I gave him Zico and Elliot for Joe Mixon last year before Zeke used to went down in that plummet. And he accepted it. I'm like, damn, man, that's so you don't even talk, but you just accept the trade. Like, I've been trying to talk to you for a long, long, long time. So, it's weird, man. I hate leagues like that. Derek Carr had a nice little back shoulder in the end zone right now. I hate him. <laughs> Let's see. Who else? We, oh, Axelcution said, son Bogart, would you like to join me for the father-son tourney? <laughs> sure, dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's 89 on the Raiders? He's got a touchdown. Brian yeah, Edwards. Uh, Brian Edwards. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, B-head. B yeah, that was his third touchdown of the season. Um, yeah, he's, he was one of those guys, too. I had a ton of Brian Edwards because he would just be like my Mr. Irrelevant pick in a draft. You know what I mean? Like my my round 17 draft pick. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. redraft. And like then, you know, quickly dropped him after week one. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. The Doe says, pick up Ronald Jones or Justin Jackson. Both, but I'm putting uh, Ronald Jones higher priority. Yeah, I go Rojo because there's a good chance Eckler plays or clears and then plays. Justin Jackson's still like, he's a high end. At this point, if I'm looking at my bench, I want it to be full of guys like Justin Jackson. You know what I mean? Because if anything does happen to Eckler, God forbid, then you have a guy. But Rojo, uh, Leonard Forskin, he got the he got the hamstring right now, so we might not have him the duration of the way. Uh, I think it's close. I, I agree with y'all. I think it's close. Uh, in PPR, I'd rather really have Justin Jackson. You, you know what's you know what is annoying though is uh, Josh Kelly. What in the fuck are they doing with that guy, man? <laughs> why why was he in there fumbling on the goal line? Oh, because you shouldn't play Josh Kelly down there. You know what I mean? That really annoyed me about that game. And that game seems so far away because that was Thursday. But that happened. You know I mean? yeah. And and like I said, I mean, when did he get put on the COVID list? Today? 
Eckler? Yeah. Yeah, today, earlier this morning. That's crazy because we're probably going to see a bunch of Chiefs and, and Chargers start popping up with it this week because they, they, they played each other. Oh, yeah. It ain't been happening like that. It sucks that it happened three days after their game. I mean, maybe, you know what I'm saying? It, see, here's the thing. He, he, I wonder if he really tested positive. Because then if he really tested positive, it's not – they say positive tests, right? Or is it protocol only? You know what? I don't remember physically seeing positive tests. I think it's protocol. Yeah. So then he sh- he should be really good. Yeah, and that's what the dope that's what the dope yeah. said. He said, and, uh, and that's what will make me put Rojo there ahead of Justin Jackson. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we've seen Rojo do it, and the Bucks are going to be without a lot of pieces. Man, I'm 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 curious to see how this Bucks team, because yeah, they've been they've been, they're so deep, and and by necessity, because look at if they weren't this deep at like. You know they they didn't have Gronk early, right? Gronk goes goes out after week one. He's gone for a minute, and then but you know you have the trio of receivers. Then 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 you don't have Antonio Brown, but you get Gronk back. And then and all the while the surprise of the Bucks this year was Leonard Fournette. Like that's the guy super value in drafts. Like I reluctantly drafted him, and I was like ah fuck it, I'll take it. I'll take Leonard Fournette here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I ended up with him. You know what I mean? Let's see. Hold on. I can hear one of my daughters calling me. Okay. We're almost getting out. We're almost getting out of here. JC Money said, Edwards, my guy, him and Debo playing together at South Carolina. Nice. Okay. And uh, Niner said, I dropped Jordan Howard for AB. We shall see. Hey, I mean, I'd rather have the, the upside of AB versus, you know, how mediocre Howard's been. He's been okay though. Uh, so he's been out. He's been when he started. He said uh, top twelve running back finishes. Yeah. How many though? Uh, when he was when, before he got hurt, he had I think he had like two or three in a row. Okay. I wasn't paying that close attention. But but that was before Miles Sanders they come back too. Yeah. All right. Well, I got I got something else to bring up to you, TD, because I, I, I've been uh, like on Twitter. I mean, we already know how my life is on Twitter right now because of all the haters out there. But it's so funny that when I bring up the amount of leagues that I'm in, mm-hmm. like how many how many content creators, you know, quote unquote, come out and they're like, wow, is that even fun to play in that many leagues? You know, and then we hear guys like the footballers, you know, oh, I only play in a couple leagues because then I can focus, you know, on a couple people. Well, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I know where you are with your leagues, but to me, that almost seems like a college professor who's never ran a business, like teaching a business class. Mm, I never thought of it that way. I like that uh, analogy. Uh, I'm more, it's a happy median to what you like to fulfill you. To me, I've done 12 this year. That was fine. Um, I think I can do some more. Um, I think it's a balance between what kind of leagues. I think you have to have best ball, and then you have to have redrafts, and then you have to have, you know, if you like dimes, because I do, you have to have the, those, and that way you you can you know when you need to work your waiver wire because it's all about working your waiver wire. So to me, it's a happy median spot. To me, I think twenty leagues is enough for me. I don't want any more than twenty leagues. That's why I just kind of make them high stakes to uh, fulfill my. Um, and, yes. and and you know what? You just kind of hit the nail on the head because like a lot of people that, I mean, especially a lot of the content creators, they just play in the same type of league. So I guess if I was playing in the exact same type of league, I wouldn't want to play in more than a few either. 
Mm-hmm. I, I play yeah. in, uh, I mean, we got those vampire leagues. We have the three QB leagues. We have, um, what else? The guillotine league. And yeah, the best ball leagues. Like, I feel like that's what it is. Once you actually learn that there's more out there, you know, than these standard leagues that uh, most people start, mm-hmm. I think then people would get more addicted to it. Yes. Yes. Because I think it's hard to run 50 redrafts leagues. Very I think hard. it's, yeah, because you, um, you can't get to the waiver wire when you need to, or something, something's going to lack. So I understand. But if you got like, say you got 20 redrafts and then you got 30 best balls, like you can do that because best ball you're done with them, you know, then you might have two or three dynasties, which the dynasty, the waiver wire on dynasties are they're, they're not as frequent because right. um, you have more depth uh, on your team. So, yeah, um, I think you just got to find your happy medium. Hell yeah. <laughs> and the doe said, fuck them haters. Hell yeah. I need more haters. I'm always trying to up my hater numbers. Me too. Because if you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. Yeah. And Ronald said, personally, to me, uh, three is the sweet spot uh, to play. I'm done in one and have uh, five. And I don't need, I don't like five even. Mm. And the doe said, will you guys be streaming later? I don't think so. Um, that's why we're staying on a little bit longer right now. Cause I, I'm, um, I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurting, but I needed to be here. We, uh, we've been doing this show five days a week and I wasn't going to miss this show. I got, I got to make sure that I say I was here every day for this one. Yes, sir. Cause this is the flagship show of the, uh, of all of our channels. I'm assuming this has been pretty dope uh, experience. So glad you guys have been rocking with us all year. Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get up out of here. And uh, TD, why don't you uh, tell everybody where to find you at? Guys, uh, go find me on OnlyFans. Uh, I'm actually, I extended it. So you can sign up for $10 a month and get cutting edge content. Uh, be available for some of my listener leagues that I'm going to have with some of these other content creators. You can be able to get access to that and just inside stuff on fantasy football and also playing Super Draft Pro. So if you go sign up this year and this this year only, guys, uh, once this year is over, the, once the Super Bowl hits, I'm, I'll be done with this. But, yes, go sign up for $10 a month, guys, and you're getting cutting-edge content on my OnlyFans. Also, guys, go sign up for Super Draft Pro. For any of these guys' links, for whatever channel you own, guys, go sign up for Super Draft Pro. We're trying to build a brand here. This is going to be special. You want to be a part of this. In two or three years, you're going to be like, man, why didn't I sign up? Man, Hustler, why y'all didn't tell me, man? But y'all didn't tell me it was like this. And we're going to be like, look, man, go back in the catalog and look. And we told you this on the news show. So make sure you go sign up, guys. It's killer. Also, go find me at all social media platforms, Fantasy Good Sports. Hell yeah. Just think about all the people who tried to tell you about DraftKings, you know, when it wasn't uh, super populated. Like, that's all this is. This is another version of DraftKings FanDuel, but they're doing it with a better twist, and it's a lot easier to win right now. So I'm going to put my money where it's a lot easier to win. I mean, that's just, you know, smart money makes money. You know, let's do it. And Robert said, I believe more leagues, um, the better uh, you get in fantasy, in my opinion. Hell yeah, because the deeper the leagues you get in, you're going to have to make a lot more decisions. You know, it just always is like that. I play in multiple 16-team leagues that I'm in the playoffs in. One of them, I was the number one seed, 12-2, and two, and I'm having to make crazy-ass decisions like every single week. And that's what helps me do more of these starts and sits. If I'm just playing in vanilla leagues with top 100 players and that's it, like I'm probably going to get my start and sit answers wrong more often than not. Oh, yeah. And and uh, so um, I'll, I'll just step in for Bogard here because the earth is his turf and the universe give him some money. And uh, just go sign up uh, or go subscribe at the GMM network on all social media. 
and uh, fantasyfootballhustler.com. That's where you go find me literally everywhere. Go there. You can get, um, you can find me on, if you're watching on Facebook or whatever, you can get to YouTube and the other ways around. Go find me on all social media. I got the Super Draft Pro link in there as well, plus all the sponsors that I got going on. Um, we got the Nafulo crypto token um, YouTube video in there as well. So if you've been wanting to, uh, you know, invest a couple bucks into some stock, into uh, a crypto token, this is the time to do it because it's worth fractions of a penny right now. And after Christmas and everything, all the crypto is going to start booming again. So just make sure you get in like right now. And Axel Cushion said, I always wanted to try a 32 user fantasy league. Man, those those get crazy, dude. Not gonna lie, those get crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm out. We're all out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.